In a world where James Franco is still considered a credible actor and Mike Busey can open a place called the Sausage Castle, one podcast will rise. One podcast will take a stand. Its hosts steadfast and strengthened by snark and snobbery. This podcast is Cinema Geekly. episode 119 you can follow us on twitter facebook google plus it'll soon not be in existence youtube twitch tv and the link i believe is actually fixed now so we are good on that end uh this week is myself glenn Beauvais, and aaron de Losa. how you doing aaron hello hello uh we're no one else could join us aurora's got work anthony's got stuff I don't know how else to describe it besides stuff. Uh, so I guess, Aaron, do you want to kick us off with some, uh, oh, before we do that. Stuff on the website, it isn't up there yet, but it will be soon, as soon as Anthony posts it. Uh, we did a, our newest Parts Unknown, where we talk about Sleepaway Camp 2, and I talk about Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, and my confusions as far as watching the movies in the reverse order of what you're supposed to. And I have another side B, which will be for free. So you can download that one. You don't have to be a premium member. But if you enjoy that side B, you can become a premium member for $12 a year. 12 whole dollars for one whole year. Come on, people. It's worth it. Anyways, let's get to the news of the week. Aaron, what did you dig up? Uh, Just a couple of quick hitters. I'm trying to figure out where we should start, if we should start with uh, Marvel or DC. But by default, we're going to start with uh, Fox. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and their Marvel properties, X Men. Uh, a while back, there were some light rumors that uh, an X Men TV series was beginning to be fleshed out by Fox. Well, as it turns out, uh, Fox is rather hopeful uh, that they can get the show made. And this comes directly from uh, Fox Tele- Television Group Chairman and CEO Dana Walden uh, told the Hollywood Reporter that uh, X Men were in negotiations with Marvel. We'll hopefully be able to announce something soon. We're not closed on a deal yet, but it's something we're definitely pursuing. So basically, Fox is putting all they have uh, into X Men since it's the only superhero franchise you know that can sustain uh, and, and bring in money. But basically, Marvel. What are you has talking about? Fantastic Four movies. comes out this weekend. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> uh, but basically, the way it sounds is Marvel has the rights for the TV, and I don't think they're gonna they're gonna allow them to do the TV show unless they can. Somehow cross it. If they manage to weasel in an X Men MCU crossover out of these TV rights, I mean, you know, good for everybody involved. I don't see it happening, but you know, we'll see where they end up. I mean, but who are they? I mean, yes, they saw those X Men movies, but Hugh Jackman. He said this is it. Yeah, but that'd be a good way to recast him, I guess, is get Wolverine on a weekly show. Kind yeah. Of. 
introduce them to the people with some younger guys. Did they say who the cast would involve? Like, have they no, hinted at no, it? No, no rumors yet as, to, as far as uh, who who they're focusing on, whatever. But I know Star Trek Three uh, writers Patrick McKay and J.D. Payne uh, are being uh, are writing the script, and uh, Evan Katz and Manny Cotto are serving as uh, showrunners, and they're credited uh, as creators as well. Hmm. So, I mean, but, the, you know, it, it's X-Men. I mean, I, who from the X-Men? I mean, you know, I, I don't fucking know. Uh, but we'll see how that one ends out. Um, shuffling right along here, we're going to uh, kick over to the DC side of the house a little bit, and in particular the DCCW, or the, the DCU, the DCTVU, like whatever the hell it's called, uh, in some casting news uh, for the second season of The Flash, Wally West has been cast. And he is going to be played by Kenyon Lonsdale uh, from Insurgent. I mean, th- this kid's been around uh, left and right. And from the way they're talking, the producers, uh, Andrew Kisberg, was saying that uh, it, it, he really reminded them of Grant Gustin. Like when, when Kenyon went in for uh, his audition, apparently he, they were just blown away with this kid's passion and energy. And that's why, you know, right there they pretty much just, you know, they had their Wally West. I mean, you know, how do you feel about that? You excited for this kid? See what he can do? I mean, especially Wally West coming. I mean, that. Yeah. Jake Garrick, I mean, there's a lot of flashes going to be rubbing elbows. Yeah, it's going to be interesting considering he's supposed to be a series regular as well. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming that he'll probably show up halfway through the season, probably like the mid season finale, and then he'll be a regular from there on. I, I bet you by regular he'll uh, he'll probably be shift, shift over to uh, the Legends of Tomorrow to be their team speedster. Don't you think? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I always like Wally West the more. Well, more so with the the Kid Flash that the, that they've done with Kid Flash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with the recent thing. So, um, and because you know he's not as fast as Barry Allen uh, for some reason. Uh, it's more like it's not a it's a genetic thing. Like why he isn't as fast. Right. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that because it's kind of like a Nightwing thing. Like he definitely has a shadow over him, uh, but it, you know, at least Barry Allen's more supportive. It's just more everybody else around him kind of counting him out. So I think it'll be interesting. Um, they're definitely rebooting, adding more people to the cast, uh, considering how many people they're taking out of it. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, in, in keeping with the the DCCW TVU. Uh, in more casting news, the Legends of Tomorrow, and by extension, uh, Arrow and Flash, uh, have their Vandal Savage. And I wish I'm not making this guy's name up. Uh, I don't watch many uh, Danish films. Uh, I might have to check some, uh, something out there just to get a flavor for this guy. Casper uh, Crump, and he looks just like he's straight out of Harry Potter, uh, has been cast as Vandal Savage, the, the 6,000-year-old... Evil, most dominant, just you know, Vandal Savage. If you guys read the comics, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Glenn, uh, have you Googled Casper Crump and seen his face? That you know, I can get uh, a proper gauge of how you feel about the casting. I mean, it looks like guys done nothing but drama. So I mean, they definitely got an unknown, but it appears to be a bit of a heavy hitter. I mean, what do you think? I'm looking him up right now. Casper Crump. Crump. Oh. He does look like Vandal Savage. I mean, he, he really does. does. <laughs> he does look like a Vandal Savage. Yeah, he really I does. I feel like I've seen him in something before. Not unless you watch a lot of Danish cinema. Um, yeah, I mean, I've actually seen a few. Uh, Have you really? Yeah, I watch uh, Arn. It's a really good one. Oh, he's going to be in uh, the Tarzan movie. 
Oh, they're making another Tarzan? Who's yeah. playing Tarzan? Uh, well, they made one that came out last year that was... Alexander Skarsgård? What? Yeah. Huh. It's David Yates, Christoph Waltz, I'm assuming is the bad guy. David Yates, too. Get Jesus. That could be pretty good. Yeah, huh. I think it'll be interesting. So, wow. Yeah. Why not? Well, anyway, yeah, Casper uh, Crump is going to be playing Vandal Savage. He looks the so, part. He really he does. He does really look like him, especially like in that profile picture they have for him up on IMDb. He's already kind of wearing like a suit, and you know, and he's all he's all dappered out a bit. He looks exactly like the how he is in the Justice League Unlimited TV show, <laughs> the one where Superman goes into the future, and it's just him and Vandal Savage. Like he looks right. just like him in that. So yeah, I find whatever solid choice. Do you think? Uh, you know, I think it would have played a decent Vanal Savage is uh, the guy from uh, Flight of the Concords who uh, who does like mainly acting now. Um, oh, uh, Jermaine Clement. Yes. Yeah, he would have been a good one, right? He to me, he just screams kind of Vanal Savage, but maybe you know anyone British, I think, is just automatic. I don't know. I thought he was I, I New Zealander. It's something. I mean, it, New Zealand is like Arkansas, uh, England, isn't it? No, I would say it's more like, like from the accents. Well, hell, our Arkansas sounds like you know, like shit. No offense, Arkansas, but you do. Uh, I would say it's more their Arkham Asylum, considering they're a bunch of prisoners. But mm, got it. Well, isn't that Australia though? Weren't they cast off from the UK? Well, that's what I'm saying though. So if but so, it, let's and, say but, so. New, New Zealand is the worst of Australia. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's the prettiest, but I feel like yeah. Australia would be the Arkham City, whereas New Zealand be, would be the Arkham Asylum. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll go with that. Um, in more DC, uh, CTV, CW, blah, 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 casting news, uh, Hawkman has also been cast for uh, the entire run of the shows. I'm sure he'll pop up everywhere. Uh, the guy's name is Falk Henstel. Uh I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but I mean... You know, if you Google him, he does look a lot like Hawkman. He's, you know, a big-looking guy, you know, German. Uh, I'm not sure uh, what else about him other than the fact that he's German and huge. Um, he was in an episode of Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not really... I haven't really seen too much this guy's done, man. So I... Uh, hmm. Oh, and he was a hot cop in uh, Arrested Development. So, okay. Uh, automatically, like, I feel better about him being in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, do you think? Yeah, why not? Uh, I mean, I love Hawkman. I uh, he's kind of fallen to the wayside mainly because he's insane. He's a mass murdering dude who can fly. Like he's now, yeah. Okay, can you tell me who Hawkman is? Because it says Carter Hall slash Hawkman. So is Hawkman like? Is he like Iron Fist, where he's this really rich dude who just kicks nope. a lot of ass? Like, what nope. does he do? All right, you've seen the movie Hancock with Will Smith, right? Yeah. Okay, well, instead of angels and take out alcoholism, like, him and Charlie Theron's characters, that's how Hawkman and Hot Girl are. Like, that's exactly what it is. The closer they get to each other, the weaker they are? Yeah, kind of. I mean, like, but they're, like, eternally I'm bonded. I'm really sad that, that I remember that much about yeah. fucking... Uh... They're eternally bonded together, is, okay. is it. That's that's their thing. Like, they is she can't his daughter? Not... No. They're oh. just sexist. Oh. There's only one woman in D.C., and that's Wonder Woman. Everyone else is girl. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Wow. That doesn't seem fucked up at all. Yeah. It's, it's a little dated. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like you don't even realize it until you say it like that, and it's like, shit, that's... Huh. I mean, they're making up for it. They're making that D.C. Gods and Monsters. I watched that animated movie recently, 
And uh, Superman was raised by migrant workers who who came into this country. That yeah, I illegally. That. It's pretty good. It's super violent. Uh, but yeah, it was really interesting to see Superman be Hispanic and voiced by Benjamin Bratt. It was pretty cool. And the fact that Batman was voiced by Dexter from Dexter. What? <laughs> yeah, because he's not Bruce Wayne. It's actually uh, Kirk Langstrom. So he's like an actual vampire kind of thing. Holy sh- Okay, I definitely got to sit down and watch this fucker now. Yeah, yeah. it's and Darkseid's like a good person. It's, it's, it's really weird to kind of watch because there's no like explanation... You just kind of go right into it, and you got to figure things out. Like, Cheetah is a black guy, so my roommate and I kept thinking of Cheetah Jones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was really good, though. I, I, I They're supposed to be making a TV show out of it, so I think it'll be pretty good. Huh. No yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm into it, man. That sounds pretty rad. Yeah. yeah Hawkman, uh, like, everybody, like, uh, you know, every message board you see, everybody posts an image of, like, Hawkman, like... He's putting. He carries like some like like a mace, right? Like yeah, that's he his weapons of choice. It's a mace. Like he literally just beats people in the face. Yeah, like, that's what just, he does. He murder. He, his uh, his comic book run is the Savage Hawkman. Like that's uh, that's his thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna have to fucking go to Amazon and do some searching here. Because he, uh, he's like an alien or something, and he, he he's from a different race, and they're a very violent race. Mm-hmm. Um, and his alter ego being Carter Hall here, and he doesn't realize who he is till later on again like the hancock thing like it's a memory loss and then oh god yeah it's it it really is like i love you vince gilligan but you you completely just read a hawkman comic and and just changed it to angels and uh called it original so yeah <laughs> Lifetime pass break, but I think. Yeah, no. <laughs> he, can, he, gets, he can do whatever. He wrote Home Fries. He can, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he do whatever he wants. He wrote Home Fries, so he's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, moving, moving to uh, the land of Harry Potter, uh, Colin Farrell has been cast in Fantastic Beasts at Where to Find Them, um, alongside Eddie Redmayne, Catherine Waterson, Ezra Miller, you know, and everyone else. Uh, Ezra Miller. Man, that guy's going to be an interesting yeah. flash. Oh. Having seen Trainwreck, he's really funny in it. But having seen him in Trainwreck, I don't know if I can take him serious as the Flash because he is. He's well, I mean, could you could you really have taken Grant Gustin like when they cast him? Well, I never watched Glee, so I can't. I didn't either. But all I needed to hear was the word Glee, and automatically I was like, mm. I got I got that someone holding a finger full of shit up to my nose face, just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. started shaking my head vigorously. So. Uh, but Colin Farrell is going to be playing a wizard called Graves, who uh, Newt Scamander, played by Eddie Redmayne, what happens upon in New York. Um, for those of you who read the book, or uh, you know, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, Potter, another... blah blah blah, all the all the other nerds like myself, um, you know, you know when it takes place, and you know a lot of it happens uh, in the U.S. So it's uh, pretty interesting stuff. Like I was telling, uh, more Glenn British Robert people yesterday. played Americans. Yay! <laughs> I think. Uh, I, I think the next movie they got to make if they don't go back to, to the Harry Potter, you know, to start filming them for years, they got to show us uh, Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. Like I'm just, the, you've seen all the movies, right? Have you read the books? I've I've read one page out of oh, Deathly oh, Hallows, bastard. and I happened to uh, read the Princess Tale part, so I got like almost the whole gist of everything <laughs> that happened in Harry Potter in like two pages. 
Okay. Yeah, I picked some, um, I picked some pretty good pages to read, but I mean, I've yeah, seen them all. So really yes. good pages. Uh, okay, so essentially, you know the fight between uh, Dumbledore and Voldemort with like all the big over the top shit, like you know. The, the, you mean the green and red? Yes, coming at each like other, kind of looks like lightsabers. The, the water, yeah, all, all, all like the glorious bullshit uh, that we get to see. Um, essentially, like you know, Dumbledore and Grindelwald did, but like you know, back in the '40s. So, like, that's the movie I want to see. Is that like before they continue on with Harry Potter as an adult, you know, and they show him like he's a first time dad and his kid pisses in his face. I mean, you know, just whatever other dark wizard shit they're gonna get into with with these kids when they all need more paychecks. Uh, give me Dumbledore and Grindelwald. I'm, Is Grindelwald I'm a bad guy? You, I'm guessing. JK Rowling. Yeah, he he was uh, pre Voldemort. He's like uh, the OG. So he's his Palpatine guy. Uh, kind of, but he was arrested before Voldemort uh, was even alive. So I mean, but he definitely inspired him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Jordan was retired by the time Le- LeBron came up. But LeBron still pays homage. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I got Voldemort you. is LeBron. Okay. If, if that helps. <laughs> so this guy's Jordan. So you're telling me Voldemort Jordan, isn't yes. as cool as him? He's Jordan. I think that would be uh, by default. Dumbledore would be either Magic Johnson or Larry Bird. Then, right? Got to be Larry Legend. Right? Just because of the the mustaches? Well, why would Voldemort be Larry Legend? No, Dumbledore would be Larry Legend. Um, I mean, I don't think Larry Legend ever dethroned Michael Jordan, so... I don't know. That doesn't really work. Maybe Charles Barkley. Okay, no, that's just wildly inaccurate and, and somewhat insulting. (laughs) <laughs> so we're gonna we're moving on from this shit. Uh, we're gonna shift over to the world of Marvel. John Ridley uh, is working on a very mysterious Marvel TV show. People have been speculating uh, for a long while that John Ridley, being John Ridley, uh, it would be a show on Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan, like the the newest iteration of Miss Marvel. Um, but apparently, he's gone on to say that ninety nine point nine 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 percent of stuff he's read online is inaccurate. Uh, which kind of lends more credence to the rumor that maybe he is actually working on uh, Cloak and Dagger instead of uh, instead of Miss Marvel. Um, but apparently, you know, things are still uh, in the very early development stage and all that. Uh, but he's saying that he's really in love with the project. Um, he's given all the credit to Marvel and ABC uh, as far as trying to bring everybody's voices together and all that, you know, and he's really hopeful that the project comes through. So, I mean, with this guy being involved in any level, uh, let alone creatively in writing, I mean, there's no way this show could be bad, right? Especially given Marvel and ABC's track record. Yeah, as long as he's given credit and doesn't hate the director for it, then yeah. 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 <laughs> kind of like what happened with True Detective Season 1. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, it, 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 again, you know, it, with these Marvel properties in DC, too, I mean, you know, they're able to get these really just, you know, acclaimed, you know, talented people. And John Ridley writing a Marvel script is just insanely great. I mean, I really expect, but the guy, he does, he goes heavy, man. I mean, you'd figure he'd be more in line for Netflix. You know what I mean? If they were going to... Uh, but, you know, ABC, we'll we'll see how... So how he's going to have two shows on ABC now. Yeah. Yes, he will. Man. That, that's a good umbrella to be under, the, the Disney umbrella. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's okay. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, uh, Doctor Strange News. Uh, the DP... It's director of photography. Uh, ben I Davis has been... Uh, I know, I was just saying that for the the credit of everyone else um <laughs> he's talking about how dr strange is going to be very psychedelic uh, psychedelically grounded and it's not gonna be your typical uh, marvel action movie which how what other movies has he filmed ben davis yeah 
Um, I'm not entirely sure. Sorry, everybody. Glenn asking mm-hmm. questions and shit out of nowhere. Uh, well, Avengers it, of Ultron, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. I mean, the, the guy's done a ton of movies. Hannibal Rising, Kick-Ass. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's he, he's got the chops for it, I think. Um, so they, should get the, they should get the guy who filmed her in Interstellar. I want that guy to shoot everything. <laughs> Interstellar, yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to argue, but I mean, he's just talking about how just amazingly visual it's going to be, which we kind of expected too from seeing like some of the concept art with you know LBC three as the good doctor. I mean, this movie is just going to be fucking off the wall bonkers. I mean, I can't wait. I mean, it's about time they shifted into the mystical, like the ethereal, like you know the the dark. I mean, I can't wait. I mean, the Doctor Strange is probably one of my favorite characters, and this opens this got to open the door for a return to Ghost Rider. I mean, it fucking has to, right? Do you still want Nick Cage? I I don't I don't care. I, I did not. I didn't think he was. No, okay. he's not the worst thing in that. Okay, okay, uh, okay. I, I, I'm not gonna say he wasn't the worst thing in it because he was definitely uh, b- b- part of the factors of why that movie is such a cult classic instead of a classic. Uh, but <laughs> the guy is such a comic book fan. I mean, I think with proper direct, if you get someone to control Nick Cage like the way they did on Kick Ass, and they didn't let him go way too over the top with Big Daddy, uh, if you keep uh, Cage turned down to like you know, like an eight. I think he could be very well, very well honed and sharpened like a fine weapon. And yeah, goddamn right, he could play you know like Johnny Blaze, who's already been Ghost Rider forever, and he's fucking nuts. I mean, it just it would work because we all think Nicolas Cage is already insane. So I mean, you know, why not let him do that? Uh, but I mean, if they cast, I mean, they they have to go younger just to keep reinjecting youth into the into the universe itself. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. I wouldn't mind seeing Nick Cage return, but then again, this is the guy who's. You know, uh, has designs of getting a Nicolas Cage ca- uh, tattoo uh, fairly soon. And by that, I mean his his face. That's my dedication to to Mr. Cage. I'm not gonna talk about that. Um, Why not? You wouldn't want to see Nick Cage come back as Ghost Rider? No, I'm talking about your tattoo. Oh, the Nicolas Cage tattoo. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that as is. Do you have a Nicolas Cage tattoo? Is that what, is that why you're coming at me so hard right now? No, I don't have any tattoos. Not at all. No. Look at you. I just can't think of anything I'd want. Well, the good thing about it is if you get something terrible, you can have something put over top of it. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Yeah, get that get that tattooed like uh, on your knuckles. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Um, you got to go old school. Just get, get the Popeye anchor on your forearm, and then just the heart would just mom, like stenciled in black, like right in the middle. Go really old school about it. No, I'm good. No? Um... So what we got? We got the... I saw this guy had a weird tattoo. What do you mean? uh, Was it a henna tattoo? No, no, no. My girlfriend does that henna stuff. And I tell her, like, you you don't get to touch it with those demon hands because it's crazy looking. Um, No offense. (laughs) Uh, No, this guy uh, who comes in and he delivers our beer, he has... What do you mean? You have beer beer delivery at your house? No, at my work. Oh. And sorry, I was like, man, that's an awesome player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, uh, he has tattoos on his calves. It's one tattoo, but it's split on both calves. Uh-huh. And it's a ra- it's rainbow-colored, but it's a Jesus fish. Oh, cool. It's, oh. Yeah, mm. but it's on two calves, so, like, the front... Is, it, is, it, is, it up, is the fish itself in rainbow, so is it ironic? 
Because... I don't know. Like you can't really read it. Be what's in the inside of it because it's you know. On... Why don't you ask? People love talking about their tattoos. That's why they get them. Is that so people will talk to them? I don't want to talk to them. Have you ever met someone who had a tattoo? It's like, hey, where'd you get that tattoo? Like, fuck you. Everybody wants to you know, talk about their tattoos. You no, know, you're not that curious. No, I'm not that curious about it. Oh, come on, Glenn, take the plunge. I'd rather deduce it myself than than ask. It's kind of like, it's kind of like directions. Uh, just certain things you can't do as a man. <laughs> <laughs> and on that thing, speaking of directions. The people getting lost and ending up on Skull Island. I'm sorry. Kong colon Skull Island. Is it a colon movie, Kong? Yeah, it was just oh. called Skull Island, but now it's Kong Skull Island. Damn it. Uh, since uh, Michael Keaton and uh, J.K. Simmons dropped out of the project, they replaced them with Samuel L. Jackson, John C. Riley, and Tom Wilkinson. And it comes out March 2017. Hey, Glenn, you know what's on Netflix now? What? Uh, Outcast starring Hayden Christensen and Nicolas Cage, where they played knights in medieval China. Wait, that's on there now? Yeah. So... I'm not saying we have to watch it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway. no, I'm totally going to watch it. <laughs> now that, now that I know it's on there. I want to watch that tonight. I will. Oh, yeah. I'll be seeing Paper Towns. Oh, are you seeing that tonight? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely. I, I might be be watching that tonight. Or, I mean, you know, uh, should we pick the all flicks movie now, or should we do it at the at the very end? Because we still got box office to talk about and movies that are coming out. So let's just get into that, huh? Yeah. Well, you we still have to talk about something. I can't believe you skimmed over since we're talking about Marvel. What? Oh, the Deadpool trailer? Yeah, that Deadpool Come trailer. On, that's all. Everybody's seen it. Everybody knows automatically Deadpool is going to be the greatest fucking translation of comic book to movie ever. <laughs> just, based, just based off the teaser they did before the trailer came out. You know, it, 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 it was such a Nolan North kind of sounding like Deadpool voice. So it, you know, like, I hope that's rent, like the fourth wall voice they go with. And then the actual trailer comes out and you see all the beautiful stuff that we saw from the Comic-Con leak. But in full yes, HD, we did see just, there was more of it there. Oh, oh God. It, it was just, it, it was beautiful. And I love the fact yes, that the three-way scene from, from the, the teaser uh, is in the actual movie with, I mean, just some updated music. And it just, it's... I, I, February cannot come fast enough, I mean, for this guy. And it, it's a Valentine's Day movie, uh, people, so, I mean, what better way to spend it? Oh, yeah, no, I already told her we're seeing that. Like that yeah. And she wants to, so we're good. I'm going to go. There you go. Yeah, right Problem there. solved, everybody. You see, we, we, can all, uh, we can all get along and do that. But, yeah, the Deadpool trailer, I mean, we have the Red Band Agreement up uh, on the Facebook page. I mean, it's uh, – I, I, I can't I – can't shout to the hilltops enough about how amazing this movie is looking so far and just uh did you see the conan appearance too with ryan reynolds no i didn't watch it it, it was good it, google it uh go to youtube and uh and check it out for those of you who haven't, haven't seen it it, uh, it was worth the watch i mean ryan reynolds like i this is definitely to be the movie that, that that pops him back and you know maybe like hugh jackman he just plays deadpool for the next 10 years and just does his little shit movies on the side but keeps bringing home bacon you know with deadpool I like plays that. pirates every once in a while yeah, yeah. Whatever he Jackman did, where he went and filmed, Bo- he did Oklahoma on Broadway. You know what I mean? Brian Reynolds can can go do all those shitty movies he wants now because he'll have Deadpool going. Like you know, he's back. Ryan Reynolds will be back just fine uh, once this movie. Well, hits. there's it's, one uh, movie he did that wasn't shitty. 
Well, no, I, I like a lot of his earlier movies. I like yeah, uh, Safe House too with him and Denzel. That movie was really no. I was talking about shit. Hugh Jackman when Hugh Jackman was just Wolverine it up. Oh, he well, also he made the Prestige with you know David Bowie. That was oh, good that's right. Yeah, dude, I I really like that that movie. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's the best one no one's ever done. Well, I mean, Interstellar was pretty. Interstellar, good. yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, might, I, I might watch Interstellar and then watch Outcast just to. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it spicy. Uh, okay, number ten this week at a box office. Holding on, still. It's another. Why are we doing million. number ten? Why are you oh, just... all right. All right. Well, I just wanted to include people because. Uh, f- yeah, if you want to, we can start. No, with no, 10. fuck them. All right, no, we'll go to number five. No, uh, hey, guess what? Jurassic World still making money. Comes out yeah. Japan this weekend. Opens Japan finally. So nine, Inside Out at four and a half. Uh, Six hundred million away from passing Titanic. Damn. The movie Glenn's going to be seen tonight at 4.6 million paper towns. <laughs> Number seven, the Jake Yellenhall uh, film, Southpaw, made 7.62. The Bill Hader, Amy Schumer, John Cena vehicle, uh, Trainwreck. Number six with 9.61 million. Number five, Pixels at another 10.5. Number four is Minions with 12.39. Number three, Ant Man pulled in another 12.8. Number two, the Ed Helms Y. Uh, vacation movie at 14.68 million way too much and in number one Tom Cruise Mission Impossible Rogue Nation 55 and a half million damn uh, I will be seeing that movie pretty soon yeah I, I think I'm going to do what you guys suggested and I'm going to watch number two I'm going to skip number one go right to number two and then you know just pick up the rest of the franchise two is there. good three is interesting four is really good two's the one that Simon Pegg first pops in right no Simon Pegg is in three Oh, okay, so I'm starting with number three. Yeah, so that's the one with <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman as the bad guy. Okay, yep, okay, that's definitely where I'm starting. Uh, movies that are coming out this weekend, uh, movie with Kevin Bacon called Cop Car, another one, Dark Places. Um, the big one, Harbinger Down and Kurt Cobain's Montage of Heck. Um, I definitely have got to get out and see that. Um, and most of you are probably not going to be seeing Fantastic Four. Um and Ricky and the Flash comes out. And Ricky and the Flash, yeah. And I think um, that movie, The Gift. The, the, have you seen oh, trailers yeah. for that? It looks horrible. It but really apparently does. it's like the best like suspense thriller that's come out in a decade. I can't buy Jason Bateman in a suspense movie, man. Nicholas Cage's new movie coming out this weekend called The Runner. So there's that. Um, <laughs> but Glenn and I want to spend a second here to talk about the Fantastic Four. The yeah, embargo uh, broke early. And Sean Leafs, the Sheep comes out. This and Sean the Sheep, yeah. But that, and people are just loving that movie. It's currently at a 99 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, the uh, critics everywhere are just all. Have you ever it. seen that show? Have of you course. Ever seen? Yeah, yeah my daughter loves that show. Yeah, it's fun. My, yeah, I'm it gonna take my niece um, to see it. But uh, the embargo uh, was broke early for Fantastic Four, and reviews are leaking online everywhere. And much like everyone thought and said, it is just dreadfully bad. I mean, so much so to the tune that out of 78 reviews currently in Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 8 fresh, 70 rotten. Currently, it's sitting 10% and uh, more than likely to drop. Uh, dramatically from the current Damn. 10% it's at. A lot of people are saying, essentially... Uh, Did you read the con- consensus? Yeah. That is... Um, go ahead. A dull and... T- hold on. Let's, let's try and make this intense. <clears throat> Hang on. Dull and deadbeat, this Fantastic Four proves a woefully misguided attempt to translate a classic comic series without the humor, joy, or colorful thrills that made it great. 
Man. That might have been the best segment we've ever done. That was pretty good. <laughs> we should have, every time we, one movie, it doesn't matter if it's new or not, we have to read the critics' consensus it. of it. The biggest weekly piece of shit is probably what we do. I just want to see what they say, but I guess there's not a consensus. I want to. I just. I don't under. I don't see how this. The gift is gonna. I mean, I like the the other the gift movie with I Kate can't Blanchett. Would be that good. I, I just. There's the no gift way. is wickedly smart and playfully subversive, challenging the audience's expectations while leaving them leaning on the edge of their seats. Ooh, straight out of Compton comes out next weekend. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, but the, the general consensus about uh, Fantastic Four is essentially uh, Fantastic Four is set in a barren place called the Negative Zone. Um, apparently, you feel like you're standing there for all 100 minutes of this plotting, joyless, and stillborn reboot. Uh, a critic from the New York Post. Jesus. Oh, so Josh Trank isn't going to make another movie. Ah, uh, not for a little bit. Man, that's, uh, that's a shame. It, it just, you know... It, Fox didn't even have to make a good movie. They just had to make one to maintain the rights, which sucks. But hopefully this one will bomb enough where Marvel is just going to be like, look, you know, give it to us. We got it. I, this could be the, the nail in the coffin that finally brings them all home. So, What's the, uh, what was the budget on it? I mean, I'm assuming this is not going to make any money. There's no way it can, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, if it makes, like, pixels, like, $20 million the first weekend, fine. And I'm sure the international box office will save it. But oh god, the budget is uh, estimated to be 122 million. That's before marketing. Yeah. So I oh, would say at least another shit. ten. Yeah. Man, <clears throat> are we talking like Adventures of Pluto Nash type of bomb? Yeah, it, it fucking could like be. like a million dollars. I mean, I don't think it'll be that bad, but if it if it opens at like ten, man, Fox. You better really hope Marvel lets you make a TV show. <laughs> I, I wish there were some there were some projections already just so we could see this shit. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, even if Deadpool's, I mean, it's gonna be good, but just because it's R, I mean, I don't think it'll make three hundred type of money, but it could. I oh, oh it's you know what. I, I'm, I'm saying, like, if it finishes its run, it may, maybe, I'm thinking, like, $130 million. Which is good, because it's probably, what, its budget's, like, 50 So uh, Yeah, something like that. But. Yeah, uh, they're, uh, according to Screen Rant, um, box office predictions for Fantastic Four are... From two days ago, we're at forty-six million, and this was before uh, all the reviews started coming out. So I don't uh, see how they could say forty-six, but okay. I don't. I don't. It, it, and that was before all the, the poor reviews came out. So I mean, there's no way. I, I don't think it has forty-six. Do you? No, I mean, it, there's no one I know that wants to see this movie, and that usually there's a few dumb idiots, you know, like the guy who wanted to see pixels and stuff, but. There's no one I know. It's like, yeah, man, I really want to see that Fantastic Four movie. Like, I'm pretty sure no one knows it's coming out that cares. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it's not like Transformers. I think a lot of people, like, you can say that movie is complete, and it is. It's dog shit, but people still see it just because of what it is. I don't think, at least with the public, Fantastic Four has garnered that much interest because... 
at least the first Transformers was okay. I mean, the other Fantastic Four movies are terrible. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it just yeah, it looks good. I'm glad. I, I'm glad Fox is failing. <laughs> they ruined Dragon Ball for me. They, you know what? They can they can just suck it and they can just suck it <laughs> and lose a bunch of money for for their Fantastic Four reboot. That's pretty shitty poor josh trank man i feel bad for that guy because the more you read about like his mental breakdown he had filming that movie yeah i mean but you can understand why now probably dealing with the studio and the script he's like yeah he was he wasn't even 30 years old and you handed him that kind of power like uh just not a good idea i mean at least trevorrow like yeah he only made one other movie but at least the guy was you know already 40 by the time he got it right (laughs) it's just yeah whatever Okay. Um, well, now we have to uh, pick our new Offlix movie. Um, so for Parts Unknown, yesterday, uh, spoiler alert for those who uh, who haven't yet heard Parts Unknown because it's not available, um, but will be soon. Uh, Aurora picked our new category, and she chose comedy. So I'm going to go to Offlix.net, pick their movie randomizer. Uh, here, they, uh, they have a couple options we can select. Normally, we don't, but as we were... Trying to liven up parts unknown, we decided to start choosing uh, genres, genres to yeah. avoid, you know, nine thousand documentaries about sand and farmers <laughs> and whatever the dog shit we had to watch. Um, but all, all the other uh, the categories we leave wide open. There we leave no, we enter no director, no actor, no keyword. Netflix rating is set from one to five. IMDb rating zero to ten because we're assholes. Nineteen hundred twenty fifteen. There are a, a lot of Adam Sandler movies that could pop up. Um, so I'm to go. I'm just gonna go ahead and hit go, and we'll see what pops up. Bingo, bingo. And, ah, from 2014, Kill Me Three Times, starring Simon Pegg, Alice Braga, Teresa Palmer, Luke Hemsworth. Um, an assassin huts down his mark in a small coastal town, but the symbol job proves not so simple as he becomes entangled in a dark tale of revenge. Simon Pegg is the hitman in question, and he is rocking a seriously marvelous-looking mustache and neck tattoo in the trailer. Oh, oh. It could be good. um, Do you want me? Three stars out of five. uh, Netflix rating IMDb is 5.9 out of 10. What what was that, Glenn? Do you want me to tell you the Metacritic and the Rotten Tomatoes score? Oh, yes. Metacritic is 30, so no surprise oh, there. Uh-huh. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is, um... Well, what was uh, Fantastic Four at? 10? 10. Yeah, let's go one less than that. 9%? Well, how many reviews? I, I'm about to click on it to see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that make, makes a difference. <laughs> um, let's see. Out of 44. Oh, let's see. So it could get, like, 30... Like, 30... Uh, four positive reviews, and then it would be ahead of Fantastic Four. Do you want me to do another? What you want to do the drum roll <laughs> no. for me to say the oh, yeah. consensus? Yeah, okay. yep, I do. You ready? Yeah. Kill me three times offers Simon Pegg an opportunity to play against type as a villain. Unfortunately, it's derivative. Storyline fails to offer much of anything to viewers. You know, I'm just gonna start doing a Zap Brand again. Let me do that again. Kill me three times offers Simon Pegg. <laughs> is that I, I, what I really mean? Is Phil Hartman? So. Oh, okay. All right. Are you ready to go again? Yeah, I'm ready to okay. go. All right, go. 
All right, set course for Leela. Kill me three times offers Simon Pegg an opportunity to play against type as a villain. Oh, yes, I'm sexy. Unfortunately, its derivative storyline fails to offer much of anything to viewers, unlike what's down there in my cockpit. <laughs> I, I hope people enjoy that. All right. But, yeah, uh, I think we could rate this movie ourselves after we watch it. Yeah. Just bring it up. But yeah, Ooh, and audiences uh, didn't like it either. But you know what? It, it's, it's a British... It, you know, if these are all American critics, they always share all that stuff anyway, so it could be one that we truly love. Mm, let's see. Or at least, you know, me and probably Tony. <laughs> I'm seeing New York Times basically enter your East Coast city. So, they're almost British. Well, the audience reviews really like that it. it's the critics who shat on it, so... Hey, I'll, I'll give it a wiggle. Yeah, that's it, fine. It's, 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 you know, Simon Pegg is automatically better than, you know, at least... Eight of the movies we've had to watch. Where well, I'm seeing a lot of three and a halves, but I don't know if that's out of five or if that's out of it's, ten. It's out of three and a half. So a three and a half out of three and a half. I think people would like it. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm, are you sure? No, it's not out of three. And a, I was just making that up. I don't Cause know. Because I'm very as not so good as any of the movies, and it painfully, obviously wishes it was. Well, I mean, it's only three and a half. I mean, you know, how big of a scale do you want? I mean, I just want to know. Is this out of ten, a hundred, six, three and a half? All right. I think we wasted enough of everybody's time. Yeah, you're welcome, people. All right. Oh, and and, uh, The Hobbit, uh, The the Battle of Five Armies Blu-ray Extended Edition is going to be R-rated. Yay. (laughs) Ooh, this movie's got new. It better be another six hours long. Which one, the Simon Pegg one? Yeah. Oh, Red. I will watch that tonight, and then I'm going to watch Outcast. Oh, duh, because Alice Brog is in it, of course. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right, well, thank you for downloading Cinema Geekly Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus for as long as it lasts, Instagram, and I, no, we, t- we got rid of Tumblr, and YouTube. And if rumors are true, there are... There will be YouTube things coming to the realm of Cinema Geekly soon. So, we'll see. And once again, it'll be a Cinema Geekly premium member at cinemageekly.com forward slash premium. For $12 a year, you get all the podcasts just like this. There's over 100 of them. I don't know the exact number, but there's more than 100 because I've done them. And once again, Aaron has to send a Facebook message as I'm recording. Yeah, I know. I was wondering if your phone was on. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Hey, Cinema Geekly listener. It's Anthony Lewis. Have you ever asked yourself, Self, I'd really like to support CinemaGeekly.com. I love the content. I love the podcasts. It's all great. I love it. You'll want to help out CinemaGeekly.com. You want to help out the site you love so much. But you just can't. There isn't a way. Well, you know what? We've brought a way to you. If you shop on Amazon.com. And at this point, I'm not sure who doesn't. Amazon has a gajillion products available to people just like you and me. From movies, video games... You want to watch movies? Buy a TV, Blu-ray player. You can get any of that stuff from Amazon. You can buy, like, a kayak uh, from Amazon. 
there's literally something for everybody. If you're like me, you've got Amazon.com bookmarked. But you know what? I say to you, throw that bookmark away. Just go to cinemageekly.com. On the right-hand side of our page, there's a big button, the Amazon logo. You just click that. It takes you to Amazon like normal. You shop like normal. There's no extra cost to you whatsoever. But for every purchase you make through that link on the cinemageekly.com website, Amazon is going to shave off 8 to 10% of that purchase and give it right back to Cinema Geekly. So if you are looking for a way to uh, help out your favoritist website in the whole wide universe or multiverse or hooniverse, then look no further. Click that button on the right side of cinemageekly.com. Buy yourself some cool shit from amazon.com and help out Cinema Geekly all at the same time. (laughs) 